Tony Berlitti. You're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. What's up? My name's Evan Ferry, and we're on the Moto X Pod Show. Episode of the Moto X Pod Show, episode 183 tonight. Max Boland, Dustin Pipes from Hep Motorsports is going to be on tonight. Finally, we got DJ TJ and Scotty both in the house at the same time. We are sponsored by our title sponsor, A Cherubies USA. For decades, A Cherubies has been the leader in moto plastic accessories with products that fit perfectly, look amazing, and last, A Cherubies has what you need. Visit CherubiesUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440. Let Brian Fullerton and Talon know that the Moto X Pod Show sent you. Also, X-Brand Goggles on board, Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID, Extreme Colors Helmet Painting, Williams Moto Works, Torque One Racing, Shock Socks, All Sport Dynamics, Wrist Braces, Blood Lubricants, Fly Racing, Power Band Racing for you WP Suspension Guys, uh, we got a few things to talk about before we get to our first guest, DJ TJ. What's up, man? What's up, man? About time you've been in. I'm, I'm excited um, to be in. We we've got YouTube going. You said that for the people listening that you we were on for a few minutes. You'll edit that out, but you never do because you're always in such a hurry to get out of here because you really don't care about the show. Like Scotty and I, who are here every week. Exactly. Scotty T, what's up, dude? Yeah, I don't I don't get out of here right after the show's over. Or anything. Yeah, you bail pretty fast. Yeah. Too. <laughs> uh, what's up? Fine. What's up? That's good. So, yeah, so if you guys are listening and don't usually check out our YouTube feed, at the end of the show tonight, we are going to do the Vegemite Challenge. If you guys don't know what Vegemite is, it is some kind of disgusting smelling vitamin B B for vitality spread that Australians love. Uh, Our buddy Nick Still sent a, a jar over, and in the past, my buddy Moose has sent some, and I didn't try it because I could not i didn't like the smell and i'm a picky eater so i may throw up on youtube tonight but we're gonna try some nah. of this towards the end of the show uh but we like i said i, I don't know if i mentioned this we have max Bolin on tonight we've done some pipes we're gonna have daniel blair on for just a minute because he and i have a little bet over houston one over who's gonna win that race we're gonna get him on talk about that but then yeah at the end of youtube we're we're gonna try this vegemite my my question is is I'm totally down to try it. That doesn't scare me. But, like, what is its purpose? Maybe one of our YouTube... I, I think it's just a spread. Like, we have jelly or whatever. I think they they put it on crackers and it's, bread. And it's like... Like, Moose, was, Moose texted me a little while. Peter Coward, my buddy, who... Uh, is the camera where they can see this yes. number one plate? He makes these badass number one plates. Uh, and he gets riders. He's friends with a lot of the riders. They sign them. He made this one for our studio, for Zacco. We're going to get Zacco to sign it. Uh, so, thank you, Moose, for that. And... Nick Still, who sent this particular jar, is the guy that helps me out all the time with the Pulp MX wrap-up show with notes, and he is part of the Moto Limited show over in Australia with Trent. Uh, they just had Daniel Blair on the show. Okay. I just did another episode. I think I got them hooked up with Zacho here probably next week. They're going to do a show with him. Those guys have been pretty helpful. So anyway, 
Uh, yeah, I think it's just a spread, man. I mean, it's – I don't know if me doing this on air, it's just – it's a spread. I want In my head, I want to compare it to Nutella, but I don't think I can. Yeah, well, yeah, it doesn't smell like it because Nutella is like chocolatey, right? It's hazelnut. Hey, but it, okay. Yeah. Yeah, this, this damn sure ain't that. We'll I give mean, it. We'll give it a whirl. They like Moose when he first sent it. He's like, if you want to try the best thing you've ever had, I'm gonna send you this Vegemite. And I wasn't willing to try it. Past past it being mentioned on uh, the old '80s song, the I think it's Minute Work, right? Yeah, I don't know, dude. That's Min- not metal, so I don't the, know. The the, uh, the Chad Reed used to come out to it, Land Down Under. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 yeah that's yeah, the, you're probably right. Yeah. Just gave me a Vegemite sandwich. <laughs> yeah, how's YouTube going there. over there, man? You, Doing good. Just yep. messing with the video stuff, getting things set up. So. Some new cameras. Yeah, new we got board, new cameras. New and, board. Yep. So new, hopefully we're not going to have any sound issues. New soundboard. We got a new camera. This one here. needs to, We need some light, like I was saying, like yeah. where we are. We're getting to that point. Our cameras are getting good enough that we need that. We still got the old crappy cameras for this view, but that's fine. And yeah, we have two new cameras, and we're still two. using one of the old cameras. Yep. So that's uh, and that's thanks to a lot of our Patreon supporters who have helped out. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple new ones, or a new one recently. They're letting me spend money. Uh, because of them, I get to spend money on tech stuff, so that's yeah. pretty cool. It just want, It's nice that you, you know, I had to come out here and figure out how to work them. Oh, did you? Yeah. They were, were they not set up when you came over well, here? Well, they were here, and they were plugged in, but I don't know if we can call that set up, but sure. That one was working. Mm-hmm. That one I had disconnected, but I had no, it working. No, it's fine. Yeah. We're good. Because you weren't here. We're, we're good. Because, I mean, for some reason, you think your job is important. Uh, I like to pay bills. That's stupid. So, and anyways, I saw Dylan Ferrandez riding today. <laughs> Scott, he gets, so, <laughs> he gets so uncomfortable when you and I are bickering. Don't worry. Mom and, Mom and Dad's relationship is strong. Yeah. It's, it's no, okay, no, so. it's fine. I just... Where's no, Amber with my Coke? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Go ahead. Yeah. Pookie's like, Pookie's on, on point. Amber's she, not even home. She's just she wasn't on point. They they asked for another drink and for Poto and them. And he, they, well, yeah, she, <laughs> I was texting with Pookie. Pookie turned it off. She wasn't listening, so she didn't hear it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that's, uh, that's anyway, hilarious. go ahead. What were you going to say about Dylan? Fernandez? Oh, I just saw him. I just, I just saw him riding today. So yeah, he, was yeah. just doing, he was just doing ruts, but it looks like I'm sure he'll be ready to Where go. Where do you think he, okay, if he's, he's, let's say he's 95% healthy come H1. How, how does he do? In Houston, first three rounds, rookie on the 450. Rookie on the, what's his average? Yeah, but I don't really put I don't really consider him a rookie. Well, he's I mean, a rookie on a 450. Okay, yeah. what what is his that, that what is his average finish for the three races in Houston? Average finish yep. for the three races in Houston? Podiums. Aver- average average no. average oh, yeah, three all three of them together. I'm going to average I'm going to say 7th. Because there's gonna five. there's gonna be like there's gonna be yeah. like a twelfth and then probably like two fives I or six. AC Cooper and Eli, there's your podiums. You don't know that. He, oh yeah, I do. He has to come out. That's and that's not even going with my 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 heart would be with Zacho. Zacho can come out. He's, so like yeah, Dylan's not podium. He's then, he's gonna come out with really and truly not a lot to like prove in a way. Does that make sense? Like like, like I he, don't think he should. But, it, but, but knowing him, but he's gonna he, want to prove. He's gonna come out flying out of the deal. Where if he gets hurt or like, like I think he'll send it. I don't think he's like I'm in this for the long haul to win like the series. I think his mind is I want to get out there and win as fast as I can to prove you know m- my chance at dominance in the future or whatever. Mm-hmm. And those young guys usually come in and just send it. And and that's why you have guys He's not that young though. Well, okay, the, 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 the newer the, the, newer the, the okay. guys coming in. And and that's why you have weird winners in A1 where you have Josh Grant coming out winning, you have Bam Bam winning them. The reason why is cuz those guys, yeah, they they believe they believe that they're the 
the best and they believe yeah. that they can win. But when you have somebody who is like Cooper Webb's going to be or – Yeah, but he takes a minute to well, get one well, Any of those guys, what I'm trying to say is their goal is the championship. Yeah. When you have somebody like Ferrandis and all that kind of stuff, their goal is to win races. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, what I think. That's, a, that's not well, a bad point. So, okay, my I would say that my dark horse is Barshuk because, you. So, say, is for there the any championship? Ar- no, for, for well, I think he could be in there. I think he's going to do a lot more than he well, has. You're been. talking my, Houston. Well, okay, yeah. You start I'll, I'll, come off the gate because okay. um, my my argument on that is is that is will anybody say that KTM and Husky and now Gas Gas is not the best factory platform that they have. They have most of the championships in the last recent years. You have, you know, also now that Barsha is on that platform, when's the last time Yamaha's won a championship? For Okay. Yeah, so now that you put him on that same platform and now he's, you know, he's he's still their uh, featured guy, yeah. I think that him being on the same platform that Cooper and uh, Osborne and Anderson and all of them are on, I think that gives him more of an advantage okay. i think he'll do better than throughout the series and at houston than he did last year all right well we don't really have a 250 east west breakdown yet uh who who do you want to see right, I, I was talking to connor fields a little bit yesterday and he's kind of got me hyped on christian like yeah he did obviously it to me. obviously he's christian's guy but just some private text had me really fired up on christian I think, and, and Connor doesn't know this, but I'm leaning towards Christian racing east, so he'll be okay. at Houston. I think that's right, east. Yeah. What What do you think, Christian? Can, does Christian? Okay. Where does Christian finish? So, so Christian Christian is super super consistent. He's a veteran. He's he knows how to do the show. He's going to show up every week, and he's going to he's going to do good. But who? The real question is who. Of the the younger guys that are those elite guys like your Fortners and stuff, who can he just not like? Who who can he just not get any like any given day of the week? Who would you say that he just can't beat? There's not that many guys. Fortner. I don't maybe. think there's anybody that he can't beat on any given day. Now, like maybe Adam would have been AC would have been a tough one. Yeah. When AC, but even on I mean on any given day though AC can crash right. So yeah. I guess consistently Fortner might be a little faster than C Christian has been in the past. But I think being on this Yamaha changes things. So I really do. Yeah. Now that, now that it's on the best bike and yeah. he's an experienced guy. I, I mean, if he could, he can, I think he, I see him doing something like McElrath did where he, he's just so solid for the first four or five rounds. He's just automatically in the points chase. Cause he's just solid. I can see that happening very easily. I wish we knew who was racing what, cause it's hard to break this thing mm-hmm. down. That's I, I did a podcast like so with Moto limited, uh, on the 250s, and it's so almost impossible when you don't really yeah. know who they're racing. But the this the, all the number of guys is just unreal of, of top guys. Um, but that happens like it's every year. It's I like, know like, it's just hard to make it. Like I'm not good at going. This guy's gonna win. I do have my pick for Houston, but like overall, I can't do. I just can't pick somebody and and have a strong feeling. Like I can't say. I think Adam Adam Cincerillo is gonna win the championship. Because in my mind, I go, well, Eli wants to defend. Well, Zacho is really good. Well, Cooper is going to be fast. So I can't just say that's – like Daniel Blair on Pulp a few months ago or whatever said, stamp it, Chase Sexton. Yeah. Whether he still holds that, we'll find out later this evening. I can't 
do that because yeah. I just don't have a guy that I, I feel I, is the guy. Yeah. I think this year, I think you can have six and sevens, a couple of them, and yeah. be okay. I don't think you – you have one DNF, you're done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You get one 18th place, I mean, you, I mean, pretty much you're, you're out. Yeah. Okay, we, uh, we need to take a quick commercial break. Uh, it's, I know it's early in the show, but we got to get Max on, so we will be right back with Max Volan. What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Intercom. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeastUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440, and y'all better tell them Motorized Pajo sent you. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal, but thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm. And for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to eksbrand.com or email darksidemx3 at aol.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then you. If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy lock-on grips today. All right, we are back with our first guest of the night, and he's going to be brought to you by our title sponsor, Acherbys USA. As I said earlier, Acherbys for decades has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories with products that fit perfectly, look amazing, and last. Acherbys has what you need. I'm blowing that. Visit acherbysusa.com or call 1-800-659-1440. Talk to Brian Fullerton or Talon Volan. Let them know they sent you. We sent you. Tonight, the Cherubies brings Max Volan. What is up, dude? What's up, guys? Not much, man. Uh, excited to talk to you. Been, uh, I know you've been busy lately, so it's been hard to get a hold of you. Uh, how you feeling, man? Where you Where you at in your headspace? You know, you at 100%? You ready to go? Um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Just did a little bit of riding today out at Hammock F, uh, FX. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm feeling pretty good on the bike and, and just getting comfortable and getting more laps and, and time on the 250. Do you know yet which coast you're going to race? Um, whichever coast is going first, it's been flip-flopping every yeah. every other week. But, yeah, whichever one's first, which I believe is east. Yeah, Houston is back to being east. I think they're going to leave it that way. Cool, cool. We'll, we'll be at that round, so that's going to be exciting. Um, all right, so I wanted to talk – you talked about getting comfortable on the bike. 
Uh, big big transition, 125 to 250. Haven't been on the bike all that long. Um, like, how do you feel about it? Do you like it? Do you love it? You know, what's been a surprise? I'm sure you've rode one in the past, but kind of talk about that transition. Well, yeah, I rode a little bit of 250, like, before Reddit, but only for about a week. And then after that, we, we just stayed focused on the 125. And, you know, riding the 125 compared to the 250 is just, the 250 is so much better. It just feels like a, a more modern bike. It yeah. just feels, and that bottom, I've, I've always loved, you know, a lot of bottom, and that's exactly what a four-stroke is. So, you know, I love that aspect about it. And But, you know, it still needs some experience on on the thing. I've only had, you know, a limited amount of time on it. So we're getting there, but so far so good. Well, okay, so with a lot of talk about the sport and four strokes and, you know, the difference between two strokes, look, a two-stroke takes, at least in my opinion, a lot more technique to ride, a lot more talent. That's why I can't ride one. Um, so was riding the 125 beneficial to you for that reason? Because, like, a kid can jump from a 85 to a 250 and all of a sudden it's just point and shoot. But riding the 125, a bigger bike – bigger frame and it's still using that technique was that beneficial um yeah i think so for sure um i mean all my i learned all my corner speed and my roll speed into the corners from my 125 That's so awesome. i mean I, I i and and riding hard too like it's different in the 250s you can get lazy so easy and you start riding that way and you just don't realize you're doing it but on the 125 there is no riding lazy it's just hanging it out and yeah. hammer and stuff and holding it wide open everywhere and yeah so yeah the four strokes really make it easy to ride you know easy absolutely so we we're talking about you coming off the two strokes last year you were riding a 65 i think i think you moved up pretty quick <laughs> <laughs> it seems like <laughs> but, <a laughs> but serious but on a serious note like i know everybody's talking about it but they're putting you on the first coast the first deal do you feel like that like is are you like yes? As we get on the supercross track, let's get us get this out of the way. So quit people quit talking about it, or is there a little pressure being that you're going to be on the first coast, whichever it is? Well, uh, the plan was to do the the second coast because it was going to be starting out in Glendale, and I've been in that stadium um, from Futures, so I mm -hmm. know the dirt there. I know the stadium. That was the plan, but you know, with the schedule slip, flipping around and and the way the the first coast is, is the races are so close together, so we can learn a lot really fast and you know if injury happens or if it doesn't go good we still have time to recover for the outdoors which was our main focus going pro anyways was was really on outdoors but the, the pressures they're not really putting a lot of pressure on me they just want me to make improvement and you know that's my goal too i want to be out there every race and and uh, the main thing is just getting my whoops down right now and and working sparks yeah you know I was actually kind of surprised to hear you that you announced that you were going to be pro because I noticed that y'all you know, talked before about how you were going to kind of take it slow and you weren't in a really big rush to go pro. You just kind of wanted to be ready. So was there like one big thing that happened that kind of made you just decide to go ahead and go for it? Or did you just feel comfortable or was there pressure from KTM or what, what you kind of go, th go through the last couple of months and how that you decided to go ahead and go for it. I hope it was millions of dollars. <laughs> no, we're just going to blame Tyler Keefe is all we're going to do, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, TK. No. Go ahead, um, man. Um, well, yeah, the plan was to go, I'm pretty sure, outdoor this year. We're going to start on outdoor, you know, so you don't – because, you know, the, we've seen in the past few years rookies just destroy themselves in Supercross. Yep. 
And uh, so that was the, that was the goal. But uh, we got pulled into KTM, and with with Gas Gas now being a, a team, and KTM switching up, KTM didn't have any 250 guys, and and Roger wanted to uh, have me out there on the KTM. He wanted me under his wing, and I mean, the deal was we could ride Supercross and then and then outdoor, or you don't take the deal. So mm. we uh, we kind of were like, well, you know, we we ended up negotiating an extra year on the contract, just you know, if injury or nice. or you know stuff like that happened. So we were a little bit okay with okay, we can start on Supercross. Let's just be smart about it and then focus on outdoor and then. Yeah, going into the next year would, would be our year to really focus on getting some results. Yeah, normally, and I've heard some of this through some of the other media guys, that like it's kind of a, a little bit of a concern. Like, is Max Bolin ready? But your dad, the way and you know the way you guys have brought your 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 career up, it's very smart, very calculated, um, and I think, like I I feel like KTM probably is not putting a ton of expectations on you. I don't know that for a fact. I feel like they they know you're the future for them, and let's bring him in. Let's, let's let him get his feet wet, and let's build. Like, and I think that's smart. Uh, you know, it it could be a little scary, I guess, that you don't – maybe you aren't ready, you know, physically or whatever. I don't know. But I think the way your dad has prepared you and, and of course, your uncle – I feel like you're going to be good to go, you know, and safe and productive. And then next year it's going to be unreal. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. And, and that's pretty much what they told us too. It's just this first year, you know, they don't want to have a lot of pressure on me. There's not really much expectations. Just let's make improvement. They want to, they want to see improvement. So yeah, that's the goal for this year is just to keep getting better and make sure I stay in it too. Cause it's so easy to crash and make a mistake, and then you're out. Yeah, so speaking on that, like we saw last year, or this year, technically, like with Jet, you know, he got he got fired up there at, was that Arizona or San Diego? Where was that, Arizona, where he crashed? Uh, yeah. I thought it was San Diego. San Diego yeah, but yeah. yeah. Like, San Diego, I believe. If you're in that position, let's say, like, man, you, you have a win, you have a heat race win or even a main event win, but somebody, who let's pick Forkner, comes from behind, he passes you, like, are you able to say, okay, maybe it's not my night. I, I can back it down and take second. Or is the racer in you, and you probably don't know this until you're actually in this situation, but is the racer in you going to be like, nope, I'm going to run it in on him. I'm going for it. I mean, like, are you able to f- walk that line, do you think? Um, yeah. Well, the the incident, the crash and the whoops, that straight rhythm, actually I learned that same lesson that, that Jet learned because I just went over my head and I just wanted to win so yeah. bad that I ended up killing myself and then I, I didn't even, you know, I crashed out. So it's better just to to cut it back, take a second, take a third, take a fourth, and just build off of it for next weekend because also the main thing too is, is confidence. When you, when you crash, you know, you, you sit on the couch and you're just watching guys and you lose some of that confidence. So yeah, the main thing is, is to build that and just get stronger on the bike and, 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 you know, get better results out there. So I, I definitely would just, I mean, I'm not, I'm going to fight for a win if I'm in that situation, but I'm not going to fight so hard where I'm going to go over my head and, and kill myself. Good, good, good. Uh, that's, that's a good attitude, a good outlook. That's what I wanted to hear. Hey, uh, speaking of your dad, what would you say, you know, it's kind of, you know, you have a rare opportunity to where your dad was did it, now you're doing it, and I think that's awesome. 
what's the what's the biggest thing that you've learned from either him or or your uncle? What is the biggest thing that you've taken and maybe probably excelled your career a little bit with? Well, the, the number one thing that pops in my head is is risk management. That's the one thing that he, my dad's learned over the years of, of him racing, and he's had a lot of crashes and injuries. And <laughs> those injuries, you know, sometimes they'll affect you as a rider, depends what part are you injure. So the main thing is, is we've always um, managed risk. So take as least risks as we need to. And, you know, sometimes you have to – you have to put it out there and, and do some risky things to get results or, or even practice days, you know, sometimes you just got to grind it out. But that's, that's always been the main thing that my uncle and my dad have, have taught me is just to, you know, be safe and, and be healthy for the next day or the yeah. next race. Yeah. I think you're really lucky to have the, you know, t- your, your dad and uh, Tyson in your corner, because it just seems like, you know, we have the stereotype of a moto dad, and they don't seem to be that. They seem to be very smart and out for, looking out for your best interest. And man, I'm just I'm excited about it. I love talking to you guys. Um, I got a text from your dad, so I'm going to bring this up. Uh, <laughs> you know, anybody that knows the history of your dad and, and listens to the, maybe listen to the Whiskey Throttle Pod or the one we did a while back, he's got some history in Houston. Uh, you remember the results of the last uh, time know. he was in Houston? Yeah, we we're just we were just talking about it earlier today. Um, yeah, he ended up winning, and I he didn't tell me what year, and I don't really remember the year, but ninety one. Okay, well, yeah, he won won that race, and then my uncle got third behind him. My uncle was running second for a while, and I think uh, McGrath got him on the last lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I watched that recently. That was a pretty rad race. I don't. Do you ever go back and watch those old races with your dad? And like, I mean, those races were so yeah. cool because. It, like we just talked about, you know, if, if somebody block passes you in a corner, like you're, especially on a 125, you're not making the triple, dude. You can't just point and shoot. Yeah, I, I know. You can't just yeah. bounce it from a dead stop. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, we, at home, that's all we do. We have Apple TV and we just play YouTube and there's just <laughs> motos all day. Yeah, I mean, it won't, it won't, no one will be watching, but they'll just be on there. Right. You'll just walk into the living room and it's just. There's old old videos, new videos, everything moto on the on the TV twenty four seven. So by my reasoning, with in the nineties, those riders were much better than the riders today. They're just your dad was better than you, Max. Uh, probably <laughs> at the moment, but okay, but it's hard to say because the tracks were so much different. Yeah, and yeah. the bikes are so much different. Yeah, back then I think because, they used whoops. They had telephone yeah, poles for they whoops did back sometimes. then. <laughs> I don't know if in '91. Yeah, right, that, I know. But, yeah, yeah, and, and tr- like tractor trailer beds for tabletops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, how old were you the first time that you beat your dad? Like just riding around. Um. Dude, I don't even think I've raced my dad once. Like, legitimately, it never happened. Talent smart. Yeah, just like riding on, just not yeah, even just a he, ride day or anything? No, I've only seen my dad ride probably two times in my life. He just, after he was done done racing, I know he had a bike and he did some local races. But, yeah. I mean, I was just born. I was like one or something, so I don't, I don't remember any of that. And then, uh, yeah, I running a Trivies, he just he has so much he sits down and, and he does so much work he never has time to ride yeah that's like that's like but, me and my kids both of them are 
kind of taller than me, but I never stand next to him. And when I do, I always squat down on purpose. And I'm like, no, I'm still taller than you. I, don't, I won't let them measure the self to yeah. me. That's what your dad's well, doing. That's, He's hiding that's from you. Exactly what my dad does. <laughs> I mean, think about like the first time, like eventually Aiden Kiefer is going to be faster than Chris. How is that going to affect Chris? Like, I, I don't think Talon wants to deal with that. So if they never race, he doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah, it, well, if the thing is, too, if we never race, he's always faster than me. Because, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So us, us old old dads, we know how to work our kids. Like, my, my son, <laughs> when he finally beat me in basketball, like, I haven't played basketball since. <laughs> it broke me. Uh. Yeah. Um, so, what do you uh, – what are you most looking forward to about Supercross? I mean, obviously you want to race, but, dude, big show, the lights, you know, not 25% capacity on fans, but it's it's and it's yeah, still different yeah. than than Monster Cup or anything. I mean, it's 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 going to be exciting. Is is there any uh, nerves? What do you what do you think for H one? Um, yeah, I mean, it's always nerve wracking going into the first round. You don't know where you stack up against everyone, but at the same time. You know, we have a pretty a pretty good game plan, and we we set our goals, and we're just going to try and hit those, and and uh, that's, that's just what we're going to do. Yeah, there's yeah. not really much else. Okay. I mean, yeah, you're going to be nervous, but to me, it's it's just another race. We're out we're out there racing dirt bikes. So. Yeah, that's. I think that's again a good attitude to have. I think like for somebody like myself, that would be almost impossible to roll into a stadium under lights, like the nerves and, and lining up next to, you know, whoever, J J uh, Jeremy Martin or whatever, it'd just be like, holy crap, why am I even here? But a guy with so much talent like you and that's been through the different levels of Loretta's and all that, you're, I think you'll be fine. But it's it's going to be exciting to see, man. I, I just – I can't wait to see. It's so crazy to me. Like, I'm still having a hard time wrapping my brain around that they – like, you're the only 250 guy for factory KTM. Like, that seems – that's such a yeah, bad no pressure. Thing. Yeah, well, no pressure. I don't even mean no, it like no that. No pressure, Sean. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so, um, like, it's an honor, right, that, that, that yeah. you're their guy, yeah. man, that they yeah. see that in you. That's, I think that's really cool. And I know, like, you know, some of the, the sponsor deals that came with it, it you know, it's, it's just going to be really good for you. Yeah, and, and, you know, being the only guy, it, it, it helps a lot because they're only doing the testing with me and, yeah. and they're putting their efforts into me. And, you know, it's just – for them to see me as as their guy to you know do good in the future it's a big confidence booster and and when you're going to the line you can't can't think about like oh my god i can't believe i'm racing with you know jeremy martin or right. these top guys you got to feel like you belong there i think that that would be i think that would be difficult but you hear that with some of the different riders they'll talk about you know on pulp a lot you'll hear them say like yeah, that maybe the first time I, I roll in, I'm like, oh, my God, that's so-and-so, and that's so-and-so. But then you have to get to the point where they're just another dude, man. They're just another racer. Yeah, it's just another racer. Everyone, yep. everyone racing dirt bikes, so it can't be any any different than you. You just got to be you know, better than them. Shit, maybe I need to try to qualify then. It's just another racer. Just <laughs> <laughs> another racer. <laughs> hey, so, so when it comes down to, like, on the program – and in the TV show, you so you obviously go by Max, but your name's Maximus, which I think is coolest for Which is name. it's so cool, and I can already picture Ralph, or is here. I can already hear him, Maximus, Maximus Volin. Do you do if you want to talking about Jet and Hunter all yeah, night? Yeah, well, maybe I don't know. He, he's he's got a Team dad eight. in it, but so I think he might bring him up a little more because of his dad. But uh, no, uh, yeah, but uh, do you want to see? Do you see yourself as 
Max, do you want to see that as the image, or is it Max? Are you just going to play with the Maximus thing? Do you think that they'll you'll go uh, with that, or the, Ma- Maximus is the image, and that's what we've built, you know, all my stuff around. Yeah, and, and I got the name from the Gladiator movie, so that's where we kind of originated our stuff from. So you know, Maximus the Gladiator <sighs> and stuff like that. So. How long do you think it's going to take before you're tired of hearing about your dad <laughs> on, <laughs> on the TV show? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he's he's getting he's getting. I mean, I'm not gonna bag on my dad, but you know, he's getting getting a little bit older now, so he's starting to hear my name a little bit more than there. Me, you go. Yeah. <laughs> situations. So. I think I, I think I, I believe your dad's sitting there with you, but you need to tell him that like a Cherubies needs to publish like a comic, like for kids to hang out at the pits. You know, like a Cherubies USA presents Maximus Volan, superhero yeah. motocross rider. That'd be cool. Yeah. So we have a question from our YouTube <laughs> yeah, people. Right, we blew over that. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we're leaving <laughs> okay. that. This is coming from a guy who has yes. Star Wars tattoos. We're gonna yes, we're gonna get over that. Anyways, uh, how many years is your deal? Did you have? Did you say it? I didn't hear. He said he got a, uh, extended. Um, it, yeah, we we ended up getting one extra year, and um, so it'd be racing 2021, 2022, and twenty twenty three. Awesome. That's so great. Basically, yeah. a three year deal. Basically, what it would wind up. Yeah, three years. That is awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one of our our Anthony. One of our listeners on the live on chat YouTube. had asked yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, have they talked to you at all about going to Baker's Factory and working with that that crew? Um. Yeah, they have. Uh, this first year, they they didn't really want me going over there because you know Al, Alan's programs were pretty strong and and you know heavy workload programs, so they they didn't want to crush me out this first year. <laughs> but um, I'm pretty sure the second year we're, we're going to look over. We we're planning on going. We still might do it, but we're planning on going there a little bit just to kind of, you know, get our feet wet and, and see what it's like and what the guys do over there. And yeah. then, you know, starting 2022, we would we'd start there. Okay. I, I think that was the plan. All right, It's probably cool. still set in stone. So are you are you going to have your own little little thing? Are you uh, under the factory? Like you, are you, is your bike next to Cooper and, and, and Moosekin and all of them? Is, are you in your own little yeah. thing? No, my bike will be under under the tent with those guys. So now he's got to put up with Cooper. So so not not many guys have that. Awesome. Not many guys had that opportunity. I think that's going to be really good for you. Are you looking forward to having those guys to kind of bounce off lines and lap times? And I think that gives you a little bit of advantage. How do you feel about it? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously Cooper, you know, is a champion, and and Marvin's. Uh, you know, past 250 champion, and he's top 450 guy, and they're both top 450 guys, and and those are the, that's the best of the best. So you can learn so much from those guys, and I I get the I get the opportunity to you know work with them and 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 ride with them at the at the test tracks, and and uh, yeah, I, I see it as a as a big advantage, and I'm grateful for you know what I've been given. Yeah, Cooper's a pretty cool dude. He's funny. Even though he hasn't responded to my text tonight, yeah, he's like ghosting dark don't, side. Don't let it's that good. It's don't let that good. phase you. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to work something out with him. But anyway. so it just for the record, if like as you go on and and dark side starts texting you for interviews, just don't answer him right away. Give make him a couple of hours before you that answer him. It'll just it'll out. stress him well, out so bad. I had to actually text Talon because I've texted Max <laughs> twice in the last couple. Oh, weeks, that's great. That's and I didn't great. get an answer. I, I was it. like, hey, Talon, did Max change his number? Yeah, look, you, you, you'll, you'll hurt his feelings. So yeah, I mean, it's I, it's I awesome, and sad. we laugh about it. Yeah. Uh, us kids these days, we, we barely even know about text. <laughs> we have, you know, all yeah. these different social medias and stuff right. like that. 
Hey, so I want to step back a couple weeks ago. Man, Arizona Open, all the, oh, Max didn't do that well, blah, 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 man. Clear that up for us, man, because I don't feel like you were really setting out to go, like, win that. I think you were just testing. Two points. Huh? That's all he cared about. Yeah, two no, points. Yeah, that's was, that's my point. There's two points, two <laughs> points each class at Minios, and you had the top twenty both classes. Oh yeah, no, sorry, not the Arizona. Top twenty both classes. Yeah, um, yeah so you know that <laughs> yeah. was. I wasn't like the some of the star guys and stuff. You know, they're they're amateur. They're racing amateurs, and they're staying racing amateurs. Like you know, LeBlanc and Kitchen was there. They were just there to win the race. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know, even like Ty Masterful, he was. We, we got, like, into the same spot, I think, the second main, and we were just hanging. I didn't want to pass the guy in front of me, and he didn't want to pass me because <laughs> no one wanted to get taken out because the track was so easy, and, yep. you know, everyone was just taking everyone out. So we just kind of kept our gaps and just rode to the finish and got our points. So. Yeah. Yeah, so, the, so that's what we did. I, don't know I knew that was the case. It's yeah. just so many keyboard warriors. I was, and, and I mean, in, in practice, I, I had fastest times, you know, out of the people who had transponders on. I think there was, like, one star guy who didn't, but yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I, I always wonder why did those guys saying what he's saying? <laughs> why, why, did, why did those guys not run the transponders? I don't know. Maybe that. I mean, the only reason I could see why they wouldn't is they just don't want to show their cards. They just want to, you know, show it when they race. So when you're out there and you look at the times and you're like, man, Kitchens or whoever is faster than me, are you? Does that? Are you going to be like, I'm going to ride harder? You know what I mean? Like, what's the deal with that? Like it's just practice, um, right? So like if you're like, oh, he's faster yeah, than me. It is practice, so you know, you know, no one's not, maybe not everyone's going race speed, but yeah, uh, I was just riding, riding out there and, and just you know doing my regular practice. And I ended up being faster, so it uh, it, it depends. But I mean, for that race uh, specifically, it was just like, dude, just let's get it over with, yep. get get our points and get out. Awesome. Well, Max, man, I uh. I, I thank you for coming on tonight. It's it's every time I get a chance to talk to you, you're you're just a pleasure. You're a, a, a smart kid, man. I think you've got a great future, and I appreciate the fact that we've built a little bit of a relationship on the show, and uh, I appreciate your dad's help through a Cherubies, and I look forward to seeing you in Houston in a couple weeks. Sweet. Yeah, thank you. Uh, see you there. Yeah, absolutely, man. So take care. Uh, like I said, we'll see you in Houston. Did you have one more thing, TJ? Oh, I thought you were about no, to say No, I'm laughing at you. You're laughing at me? Awesome. Like, he really didn't care. He was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll see you. Yeah, he's ready to get back to doing whatever. Probably still at the track or something. Yeah, exactly. So, so back, no, back to training. No, we got back to the track now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're just hanging out, eating food. Yeah, I'm waiting to go eat dinner. All right. Well, go do that, and we will talk <laughs> to you soon, man. Thanks. Thank you. All right. See you, see you bud. Yeah, he's, he's cool. I like him. I think uh, I, I don't necessarily, like, like I said, I don't expect – him to go out and light the world on fire this year not because he can't or doesn't have the I ability mean, but because i i hope he just plays it smart uh, there's got to be a lot of i mean he's racing it, he's, he's it'd be he's, hard because as racers like even you and i right or maybe like we're older and we're like ah i'm not gonna push today when i go to the track but then you get out there and the guy next to you is going faster and you're like well i want to go faster that's why you pick yourself off the ground a lot yeah you're it, it, as a racer it's going to be difficult yep. for him to just be like i'm learning but I'm not putting any expectations on him this year. Do you think that being under the factory tent, like with the pro factory guys, that that actually takes some of it away from him a little bit, where he's not just a 250 guy 
under a 250 rig by himself with all the 250 team there. Yeah, I don't know if that'll matter, but that extra year on his contract. Yeah, that's a big. That's deal. A, a big to me, like weight off your shoulders. Like, okay, I don't have to go out. Yeah. and be top three this year. It's, I need to learn this. Cr- Maybe next year the pressure builds. But like, it's to just me, that, crazy to me because that's the that race that we're talking about. That's the only race he's done in 250F. He was at he was on a 125 of the Reddits. Like it's no, he rode Minios and he rode at um, he rode Minios and uh, AZ Open. So oh, okay, so he did two. So at Minios, I think he had an issue and only so you had to get four points to be able to get your Supercross license. Yeah, and one class he got top 20. The other one I don't know what happened, and then at AZ Open he had to get top 10. To get two points, so he had to get his four points. Okay, I think, I think if I if that's the, if that's who I'm thinking of, I think it was him that it had to do that. Yeah, it's, it's, that's a that's a big jump. Yeah. Okay, so we need to take another commercial break, and we will be back with Dustin Pipes. We all know engine oil is the lifeblood of our machines. That's why you need blood lubricants for the highest level of performance and protection. Manufactured here in the USA and designed to handle the heat and humidity. Blood lubricant oil lines such as Pro Elite Series, Pro Series, and the new Scorpion Blood will exceed all your needs. Whether you race moto, sprint cars, side-by-sides, or anything else, blood lubricants has you protected. Tests have shown that engines can run up to 30 degrees cooler while using blood. Just ask Chris Kiefer. DJ TJ and I trust blood lubricants in our machines so you can too go to bloodlubricants.com to order today don't forget to check out their chain lube two-stroke pre-mix polyclean and many other products use promo code moto x to support the moto x pod show scotty t here from the moto x pod show with another fantastic product from burn motorsports it's shock socks the number one 10 second removable fork seal protector no one likes having leaky fork seals with Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the BurrMotorsports.com webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of Shock Socks today. If you're anything like me, you remember back in the late 80s, early 90s, all the cool custom-painted helmets that you'd see on Supercross. Jeremy McGrath, Jeff Emig, Damon Bradshaw, all the top riders had custom-painted helmets tricked out, and I was super jealous. I could never afford to get one done. Now there's an option, extreme colors. When you're rolling up to the line with a custom-painted helmet, it's one of the coolest feelings you can have. Kirk Hunter has been painting helmets since 1998, and his price is still the same. $295 gets you a professional one-of-a-kind paint job on your lid. Just contact Kirk at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com or go to motoxpodshow.com and check out the contact links. Now you too can have a custom-painted helmet just like Jeremy McGrath and be the envy of all your friends at a reasonable price. Follow him on Instagram at x-t-r-e-m-e-k-o-l-o-r-s extreme colors. Let them know the Moto X Pod Show sent you. All right, our next guest of the night is brought to you by Blood Lubricant Oil Lines, which were created to bring out the highest level of performance and protection for all types of racing. Whether you race motocross, supercross, side-by-sides, or even sprint cars, Blood Lubricants has the oil you need, as well as chain lube, degreaser, and polyclean. Visit bloodlubricants.com and use promo code MOTOX to save. Tonight, Blood Lubricants brings us team manager, owner of HEP Motorsports, Dustin Pipes. What's up, dude? Hey, hey, what's going on, Darkside? 
Not a lot, man. We are we are getting close, man. Are you ready? No. Really <laughs> okay. easy answer. Yeah. No. A team like yourself, as I recall, even last year, you guys were like last minute waiting on stuff. Is that still the case? Um, no, I mean, I wouldn't say we're waiting on things. Just, you know, I mean, you, you, you can never prepare enough for the start of the season. So that's, that's pretty much where we're at now. We just, we have a lot of things we, we kind of want to run down the list and make sure that we're doing, you know, certain things right, that we're going the right direction on the bike and stuff like that. So there's always, there's always stuff that we're trying to get better at. I would say we're definitely in a better position, in a better spot than last year, you know, with our, with our bikes, with our riders, with our motors and stuff like that. But, you know, we could always use more time. Yeah, I think that's probably the case for everyone. Unfortunately, we always wish for more time. Even with all the time we had off this year, with everything being so crazy, it's just it's always something going into a season. Um, but, look, this is what, year three for HEP, I believe? Uh, year four. This is year four. Okay, so 18, 19. Yep. Yeah, 17, yep. 18, 19. Okay. Um, yeah, that's right. All right, so 18, though, is I think when you kind of started – isn't that when you sort of started – pulling off the bike a little bit more and, and being a little more so eight go ahead so 18 was our first year so we did 18 19 and 20 oh okay. i still rode during 18 yes 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 and we're going into 21 now so that'll be our fourth year okay yeah i'm thinking i'm, I'm still it's two, two, 2020 so i'm still thinking okay Time, time flies when yeah, you get old. Quick. It really does go quick, right? <laughs> I forget how long. Like, we've already been doing the show for five years or I something, know. so it's crazy. Um, HEP has come yeah. a long way. I've told you multiple times, like, I think a team like yourself is important to the industry. Uh, you know, the, the privateer-ish, not even privateer really anymore, but the, the smaller teams started out small, and you're building this program over the last few years. It's so important to our sport. Talk about the transition over the last going into the four years now. How that's what's changed, what's been easier, what's been more difficult. Um, you know, I think you know, just for us, we're always looking for ways to continue to uh, continually grow. Um, when we first started this team, we took a really different approach than uh, everyone else. You know, everyone else usually starts their team and they're like, we want results. We want to try and win, do this, do that. And, you know, we knew we were going into the big bike class and that wasn't a real, a realistic goal for us. So we really had to kind of break down the sport and figure out ways that we could win off of the racetrack. Mm-hmm. And that's what we focused on the first few years. Now, slowly with Max and with Brandon and stuff like that, now we're focusing on the results. And that's starting to catch more of our other aspects of the team, which would be, you know, uh, getting data from the fans for our sponsors, um, winning the biggest lines of the pit party, local (laughs) news, outreach, stuff like that. So we had different goals our first few years than we do now. Um, so that's, I, I think that's, what's really grown the team is that we, we kind of went to our sponsors before and said, Hey, here's where we think we're going to be on the track, but here's where we're going to be with everything else. 
Yeah. And here's the return that we can show you because of that. And I think that's made a lasting impact with the partners that we have. I mean, um, we don't really cycle through our partnerships. So I think that says something that we're with companies that believe that, that believe in us for multiple years. Um, so that's just made sure that the team is stable. And, um, that's something that's really in, in, in important during these times to where, you know, we know our partnerships are strong mm-hmm. during COVID and stuff like that when there's so much weird stuff that's going on in, in the world. So we've just tried to uh, work together with the companies that have made us successful to build this. And um, we slowly but surely kind of built it. We knew, we knew that, you know, we could probably go in and throw a bunch more money at it and, you know, try and do these grand things for a few years, but it wouldn't last. So we really trying to take it slow, learn about what we're doing because year one, we really didn't know what we're doing and, um, build from the ground up. Um, so yeah, that's, 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 that's kind of where we're at with it. We have goals this year that we hope to reach goals that we haven't had before. Okay. And, um, you want to tell us what those are? To continually stack on. No, I do okay. not. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair no. enough. Um, no. Okay. So you talked about like when you started this thing out, you know, it's unrealistic to go in and think, Hey, we're going to win races or whatever, right off the bat or be that competitive. We have to approach it a different way. Is that why a guy like Adam Intignap has been such a staple of your team for the last few years? Because of his fan response and uh, his personality and what he brings off the track. Um, it's definitely part 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 of it. Um, but to be but to be frank with you, um, I just want to be around good people and mm. I want to work with good people. And Adam's a great person and. Um, you know, if if there's a guy I want to support in the pits, and it's you know Adam, that's that's kind of who it's going to be. And all our all our uh, sponsors are on board with it. They know the value that he brings off the track, and that is something to it. But it's it's definitely more because of the person that he is. And anybody that's met Adam knows, you know, the kind of infectious attitude that he brings yes and that's seen throughout our pits and i don't think that can be re re replaced by uh anyone else yeah the the video that he just dropped on youtube that little behind the scenes thing on him really shows who he is and that is who like a lot of people ask most people know adam now because of what mathis has done for steve uh, for adam and some of that spotlight yeah. that he's put on Adam. And people ask Steve all the right. time, and I get asked all the time, is he really like that? That can't be how he is. That's got to be a character. Hell no, Adam it's not. Is that, Adam is that 24-7 yep. of his life. He is that person. There is zero difference in it. And it gets way too loud at times. <laughs> yes. you got to yeah. tell him to whisper. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, he is that person. He is genuinely that person, and he wants, you know, that to, re- to resonate you know, onto the people that are next to him. I agree. So we have a question from Anthony Letourneau on the live chat, and he says he's not sure if you can comment about this, but he his words were, I'd like to know how Suzuki views their presence in the U.S. market. 
from here on out? Um, I think Suzuki is rebuilding right now. And, um, you know, obviously these aren't official statements from them, so I do right. want to get that out of the way, you know, that this could not be their, you know, point of view on it. But we had great combos all year leading up to this, you know, with the VP, with the, with the uh, head of racing and stuff like that mm-hmm. on the direction that Suzuki sees itself going. And, you know, one thing that came up is that Suzuki is always going to go racing and Suzuki can win races. And they did that this year in Moto G- yep. GP, which is probably the biggest racing series in, in the world. Um, so you know, the brand knows how to win, and, you know, I think they plan on getting back there real quick. Um, you know, they just needed to kind of reshuffle re- some things for the future, and um, unfortunately, JGR wasn't a part of that. I know, I mean, those guys are badass, so it was kind of a big deal for us to see them leave. Yeah, I was going to um, ask you about but that. But we are pretty pumped. Yeah, we are pumped that um, Suzuki thinks um, high, highly enough of us that they're giving us the support that they are. Well, I'm a being a car guy, like I'm, I pay attention to a lot of stuff, and and you probably know a little, heard yeah. a little bit about this. They're restructuring like their automotive side; everything's changing. That yep. if the things that yep. they're putting into effect now actually work. We could see a big upswing in Suzuki worldwide over some of the big changes they're making. Like they're pulling some vehicles, like out of markets and moving other. It, it, it's a big deal. So, hmm. well, I do know they're the third largest car manufacturer yep. worldwide. Yes, they are. So, didn't know that. There's, 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 there's definitely some money there. Suzuki is not hurting. They're up on bike sales this year. The brand is stable, and our relationship has been rock solid. Awesome. So, Good to hear. Um, you can read all the stuff you want on Vital, but <laughs> no, I don't think there's anybody in there that wait. knows what the hell they're talking about. No. Vital isn't, like, isn't like verified news? <laughs> I have no yeah. idea. It might nope. be now. No disrespect to Guy B, but I don't look at Vital. One, because I get blasted on there. Just I've been like, kicked so, off like three times. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out on Vital. I mean, honestly, most of my Moto news comes from Weed or Mathis. If yeah. I don't, you know, so uh, I I usually trust them. But hey, I want nobody wanted to see JGR leave. That's a terrible thing for our sport. But and you may not answer this, but did the them closing their doors? Did that really make a big benefit to you? Like a big? Did it change anything significantly? Um, it did. It did change some things for us, but, I mean, and it was in a good way, but I would much rather see them still here, yeah. if I'm being completely honest yeah. with you. Um, a lot of people do not know this, but when we were starting this team, Suzuki was very, very hesitant to jump on board, and J-Bone was one of the people behind the scenes that was instrumental in even starting this team. So. Wow there probably wouldn't be a HEP if he didn't kind of throw his weight behind it. So there's, there's a bittersweet feeling there. I'm very excited, you know, that we have this potential to grow here, but I'm very disappointed that JGR, you know, isn't in the paddock 
at least this year. I mean, I could see them come, 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 coming back yeah. in some form. But, you know, those, those guys would help us out a lot, and it's uh, it's just a bum deal. Agreed. Yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a big fan of how y'all have used those outside sponsors. I love the the H-E-B and the Twisted T thing. Um, there's been a trend in the past where a lot of those outside sponsors end up not wanting to invest too much because they have to deal with the title sponsors of that fail, failed to have partnerships with and all of the other MX people, Sports. MX Sports yeah. and all of that. Have have you has is that is that relationship with those outside sponsors and them getting better? Are you having issues with that, or is are we working towards getting outside sponsorships in and easier? Um, I I I tell you this, you know, Feld works hand in hand with us on some things. Um, I can't say too too much about it yet, but they've been really really wanting to work with us. Um, and it's worked great. I don't think it's anything on them not trying to get any outside sponsors are trying to squash co- squash companies from coming in. Um, the little bit that we've done with them, they've worked hand-in-hand hand with, with us. So Feld has been great to work with, and, um, yeah, we hope you know more, more about that in the future. Um, yeah, I, I hope that. It seems like Feld, from what I see, at least I only really deal with Sean Brennan ever, but he seems to be super helpful and want everybody to grow and improve. So, uh, yeah, I think long-term all that stuff's going to work out really well. And having Twisted T on, man, that made a lot of – like there was a lot of hype behind that at Loretta's One. Like everybody was commenting on it. Everybody thought it was so cool. Uh, You know, it's – I think it's really cool to have something like that. And and, and on your team, Mm -hmm. it really kind of – what's the word I'm looking for? It – it just got a lot of hype behind the team, I thought. Yeah, well, honestly, it's a badass brand. <laughs> right, um, right. The brand is cool, and it's really and it's really good to work with. And, you know, they came on during COVID, and that was a little tough. We couldn't sure. do a lot of the things that we wanted to do. But hopefully that will change in the future, and you'll see kind of some of the different ideas that they have because they're growing, they are, you know – they're wanting to do fun, different things. And I think the brand meshes well with the fans of, of the sport. So yeah, for sure. There's some big things in the uh, works, and we hope, you know, that people can see them. So, yeah, I think, um, I think it's going to be do. cool in the future. Uh, a couple more things for you. Mm-hmm. Your, your roster this year, uh, Brandon Hartraff moves yep. up. I think Brandon is a kid that. And a lot of times has been underrated, maybe because of certain things that have happened. Uh, I think the kid's got a lot of talent, a lot of heart. I think he's going to be really good. But I want to hear, so I want to hear your thoughts seeing him at the test track, and then also a little bit more about Max Anstey and his uh, super supercross skills. Okay, uh, which one do you want me to start off with? Let's start with uh, Brandon, heartthrob. Okay, um, heartthrob. Yeah, so. Brandon was someone that we started talking to probably midway through the outdoors. Um, someone put us in contact, and we were very, very surprised that he wasn't getting re-signed by what would be Gas Gas. Yep. Um, so immediately we met, I think, at Redbud and tried to sort some things out there. Um, it's funny how it worked out because me and Brandon actually talked the year before to come onto the team rather than 
go to TLD. But oh, wow. he went to TLD, which I think was the right decision for him. Um, so, yeah, um, a, right right when we found out that Brandon, you know, could potentially be an op, be an option, um, we set up a meeting and we met, uh, I think, in the uh, parking lot of some hotel. So, <laughs> funny sketchy. how that works out. But, yeah, well, not that sketchy. It was a nice hotel. <laughs> You're right, right. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, so we've always kind of wanted Brandon on the team and we view this as a long-term plan. Hopefully he can be here for multiple years. Um, he is sneaky good. Uh, and I think he's going to catch some guys off guard. I don't want to speak too much on him because I don't want him to feel like he has to perform, um, really, really highly. Right. Um, just because we are, you know, throwing them kind of, throwing them into the shit kind of quickly so there's a lot that that kind of goes goes into it but brandon has some days where he is neat where he is sneaky good and um i think the bike suits him way more than a uh, light bike um so i think by the end of the year you're going to see some results that kind of jump off the page um the beginning of the year could go hot and cold but i think towards the end you'll be like okay brandon should be in this class and not go back to life i like hearing that um, okay yeah he's 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 really really good i so, agree um yeah max there's zero drop off uh from outdoors so um the results you're seeing there you'll probably see the same results indoors um which there are a ton of guys, so maybe that's a little high. Um, but I think Max is Max is ready to prove to people that he's more than just a outdoor Euro guy. He wants to be, you know, an SX star. And he's put his whole offseason into getting better, and it's showing on the test track. So um, there's no drop-off, and uh, I, I do expect to see him out front. Um, but we'll see where he finishes. So, okay. um, I think it'll be good for him, but I don't want to, uh, yeah, I don't want to say too, too much. That's fair. That's so fair. we're getting awful close to the season. Yeah. You're not lying. Go ahead, Scott. Did, uh, did you have that expectation of him when you signed him or did his results in the outdoors kind of give you that expectation? And did that catch you off guard him being as much of a contender as he was in the outdoors? Um, well, it caught me a little off guard just because, you know, at the beginning of the year, he couldn't, like, when we would walk the track, like, he wouldn't walk down the jumps because of his ankle. Like, his Achilles wasn't fully healed. And it's just started to get full, full, fully healed now. So he's finally starting to have it to where there's no pain and stuff. Um, so really, Max, Max going into the first round at Loretta's was, not pumped that it was mud <laughs> then the next week when he was winning it was mud again and he wasn't very happy then either so right it's kind of funny how it worked out because the whole those whole two weeks we were trying to minimize his risk on that ankle so um once he got got over that he's been progressively getting better and um speaking on the outdoors this year I mean, not not on the outdoors, um, on do SX this year. 
Um, when we first tested with Max, uh, it was a day before he got married. He came out to the track. This was after Monster Cup. He showed up an hour before the team got there when everybody still was trying to prep the track and stuff. Walked the track, figured it all out. We had Adam ride with him. So he waited five to ten minutes, watched Adam ride the track, went out there, jumped on the bike, rode around it, and jumped every jump the first lap, his huh. first time on SX. Wow. So he's, 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 a, uh, he's definitely a natural, and um, once we saw that, we knew he was going to be good on SX. Um, just how good that is, we don't know yet, but we know his times are good, and we know he compares well to the other guys that he's practicing with. So um, Max exciting. is a racer, so we want yeah. to see how that translates. That's exciting, man. Um, okay, before I let you go, you, like so we talked about the team uh, going on four years now. You run this team uh, with your dad. You know, they always say, hey, you know, you shouldn't work with family. It's difficult. But from what I see from the outside, the limited time I've seen you, you guys seem to have a really great relationship. He seems to have a hell of a passion for the sport. Talk about – I'm sure it's awesome working with your dad, you know, and spending this time with your dad and, and sharing this passion. Just talk about that a little bit. Right. Well, my my dad is a great guy, and um, he's been involved in in, uh, in racing, excuse me, uh, my whole life. Um, we ran, you know, two or three tracks here in uh, – here in SoCal, and um, so I've always been around racing. Yeah. Um, so doing the race team and stuff, he always, you know, he'll just jump on board and kind of be all pumped for it. So we, we uh, definitely butt heads a lot, but <laughs> um, my whole family works together, you know, so my uh, aunt's involved in it, my cousin and stuff like that. There's always this intermingling on everything that we do. Okay. So we know how to work well with family. Um, we also work a lot with Clark Jones, um, and he helped the team step up big this past year. So Clark is is definitely a big part of, you know, how the team's got here, and he's a big part of our future as well. Well, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I, I always enjoy, I've told you this many times, I enjoy coming to your pit. I uh, always, you know, especially when it, when it was like Chiz and A-Ray and Adam, those guys were so mm-hmm. much fun to hang out with. Yeah. And now they got Max in there. Yeah. It's a little different now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Would, I would assume so. But it's still, you know, well, I don't think we're going to get at least, I don't think I'm going to get to spend a whole lot of time in the pits anyway. But hopefully we'll we'll get to visit a little bit. At, at I'll only be at the Texas rounds, but hopefully we'll get to visit some. And look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks, man. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, Darkside, to you as well. All right, Dustin. Take care. It's always a pleasure, and we'll see you soon. All right. See you guys. You have a good night. You too. Later. See you. That's Dustin Pipes, Hep Motorsports. Um, dude, he's got me pretty excited about Max Anstey. Like, I, I wasn't right? really putting him as a player. He's, I mean, he's my my age, close to it, 28, I think so. 29. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I thought I always I always expected him to do that, and then yeah. he, he just never he like he never did it over there. He never really did it over here, and then all of a sudden, now, I mean, it's kind of the same thing Osborne's doing. Just all of a sudden, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. Here they like are, a rebirth, reemergence. Okay, just out of that, what you just said, do you think it's a could be an Osborne situation that kind of reemergence or however you want to? Well, word I don't it? know if he ever. 
Osborne came back and then won the lights titles and stuff. I think that that's what I'm saying. But do you think uh, he can reach like a contender level? I mean, he kind of he. I mean, I know the outdoor season was a little bit skewed because it wasn't everybody there and it wasn't the same out time of the year and all that stuff. And the mo- like half the season was mud races. It seemed like right. But uh, I mean, like he kind of already proved that. I feel like. I mean, he was podium in a a, a few times. So. Well. That's that's just another player. Like we're we're like two weeks away, man. Yeah, I, like <laughs> that's what's so cool about this season is like, like yeah, you have your, your seven or eight guys that you talk about. Yeah, you, and then yeah. and then all of a sudden, like a guy like Anstey comes and gets third a Houston one, and like and you were like, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, well, yeah. nobody was going to predict that, but it could happen. Right. Yeah. yeah it's oh, man, I'm ready. It's uh, it's going to be pretty entertaining. Like I, I want all the guys to stay off the damn bikes now. Don't get hurt. Just quit riding until H1. Everybody stop today. So Yeah, that's not going to happen. No. All right, let's take our uh, last commercial break. We'll be back with Daniel Blair for just a few minutes talking about our bet. Yeah. And then we'll do the Vegemite challenge, which if you guys are Is listening. Is that just for YouTube or are we going to do that recording? No, for the we'll show? record it because there might be some awesome sounds. I, I mean, think I, I, I may actually set it up where I can handheld the camera and zoom in on you. We'll while probably you're... laugh, so we'll, we'll leave it recording, <laughs> and hopefully these guys come back and watch it. But we'll be right back. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, wait what, what was that? It's the Supercross guy voice. No. No, it's not. It sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, builds performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, hire rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like, if you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at camdesigner. Or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W E R X at gmail.com. Okay, that's better. Not good, but better. Fly Racing is back on board with the Moto X Pod Show for 2021. What can we say that you don't already know? In 2020, Fly revolutionized the helmet game with the Formula Helmet. For 2021, they brought us the Formula CC with the same Rion technology and a tri-weave composite shell at a fantastic price point. Fly Racing also released the new light pant with a boa in the front. Visit flyracing.com to see everything Fly Racing has to offer from the moto, street, BMX, water, and even mountain bike lines. Once you try Fly Racing, you'll see why riders like the 2020 motocross national champion Zach Osborne, as well as Blake Baggett, gold medalist Connor Fields, and even the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw, trust Fly Racing. There simply is no better. What's up, guys? This is the 7 Juice Trade out of Entercom. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeastUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Moto S Pajo sent you. 
All right, we're back. Uh, last segment of the night. We save the best for last. Brought to you by Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID. At Berm Lords on Instagram. Graphics at BermLords.com for graphics, uh, motorcycle graphics, jersey printing. Check them out. They did all my graphics that everybody's hating on, but they, they still look bitching. Tonight, Berm Lords brings us from main event moto, NBC, Daniel Blair. What's up, dude? Yo, bro, let's do this. Let's, uh, let's work out these terms. Yeah, so I, I want to do a little bet with you because it's just fun, and you do bets on your show all the time, and I've never been invited to be a part of that yet, so I had to do it myself. Um, so we're going to pick. You're invited. You do, you do know that it's an open invitation. You can come in anytime you want. You can come in every time. Can, can he bring his producer to sit in on the show? <laughs> Say no. Sure can. No, sure was, can. It's love a it. This is my new favorite. Hey, that is my new favorite right. show. That's my new favorite show. Oh, see, now you're out because it should have been your favorite to begin with because producer no, Joe this, is this the was, shit. No, this was my favorite show. Oh, uh, nice Now recovering. I like it better okay. than this one. Yeah. Well, producer Joe is the best producer in the business. Producer Joe is awesome. Uh, Anyway, I so we have a bet on our we're picking our winners for Houston one. Um, I went with Cooper Webb. Who's your pick? Yep, uh, Barsha. Bam Bam Barsha. Going for the going for the three P. A one A one H one. Got it. It could be raining out. It could be dry. It could be in a dome. It don't matter. He's round one killer. Okay. Um, so is, is that's the only reason you're going with? Uh, I mean, no. I mean, I. I'm pretty high on him coming into the year anyway, but I just, I just, I dude, I've got my ear to the ground. All right. I've been hearing <laughs> things and I hear, I hear he's ready and he's always good to start a season. He's yeah. I mean, two years in a row now. And I, I feel he'll be better this year than he was the last two round ones. So okay. I just, yeah, I just have, I just got a feeling that he's a, he's a round one guy. He's going to come out and lay it down and then we'll see what happens after. But I, I just, I think he's that guy. Okay. So I have a question. My my thinking was somebody like him could come out and win. My thinking is you have guys like that who they want to win the title, but they but the main thing they want to do is win races, and I think it gives them an advantage coming into round one. Is that why we usually have, or a lot of times we have random winners winning that first round? I think sort of, because I think what happens is, is, like, look at Kenny and Eli last year. Even Cooper, I mean, he was six, so we know that was all kind of weird. But right. you don't normally see the champion win the opener. And I think because a lot of those guys, they come in, they want to do well, but the whole world isn't reliant on the yeah. opening round, where you get some of those fringe dudes. Um, Anderson won the opening round way back, like one of his first years. Yeah. Um, Kenny did it a few times. But the, the, if they come out and just lay the wood, I think those are guys that like, come out and need to – set the tone for themselves and i think usually the guys that feel they're in it to the end don't feel the urgency to have to do it at round one so that's why you don't really see that that often i mean even carmichael he's the prime right. example he never ever ever won the opener yeah um because he knew that look this is a long thing i don't have to win a night where guys like barsha i think ac i, I just those guys i feel they're going to come out and be like look i'm going to show you all what's up opening night where I, Eli, Kenny, I, Coop, and I, I'm surprised you're taking Cooper. I, I don't see him as a guy that needs to make a statement early. So, but hey, I'm glad he's your pick. He's going to make a statement this whole season. And Oh, I'm with you, I'm with you on that. But I, Are you still on one, the Sexton bandwagon? Guys, oh, 100%. I'm just low-key because it, it got a little out of hand through the summer. <laughs> so I brought it back a level. I'm so, still right. super high on him. Um, 
not I mean just not as high as I was early in the summer I was that was more just me being mouthy right, than right. really all the way believing it but I am I'm a firm believer and he is like I I, I mean I think he's going to be multiple multiple supercross champion over the next however many years okay so, I saw Daniel I support your Barsha claim I think and I made the point earlier in the show we were talking about it and uh, I was making the point that him being on gas gas and that platform that has been proven championships with KTM and Husky the past couple of years. I think that makes him not only just a race one potential winner, but I, I really think it makes him a title contender. I, I think that platform does a lot for him. I agree. I, I'll tell you right now, if you're, if you're, if you're playing the, you know, the Vegas odds maker game, it's, it's Eli and Webb. Or I should probably use both last names, Tomac and Webb, right? I mean, it's. I mean, you have to go with those two as your two favorites. Yeah. Outside of them, I, I think Barsha is probably my next guy, and really? I, I'll put him right with those two because when he's happy and confident and got that, you know, that that up energy, he's really, really hard to deal with. And I, I don't really see from what I've heard, just from what I'm hearing from the team and. I don't think he's going to have many of those off nights like he's had in the past. I think he's in a good spot. I think, again, being the face of that brand, loving the bike, I, I think he's I, – I mean, I'm going to put him right there with those two, and I'll, I'll say he's number three on my list and so, not far off the other two. Okay. And Kenny? He's not even my top uh, five. Like, is it because I, not, he's yeah. been gone? Or, like, how are we all just going, nah, Kenny? Just think he's on his down – I think the other guys are on the uphill – like Zacco and AC and Barsha, I think are kind of on the uphill swing, and I feel like Kenny's got on the downhill twice, swing. Dude. Yeah, but okay, I'm just I hate curious. to say it. No, you're I, right. I, but I, I just go ahead. Yeah, I, 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 I oh, yeah. This one's really hard because I really don't understand why I feel this way. I just, I don't, I don't. I mean, I just don't feeling it for the whole thing. Not, not either. round one, maybe, or not early. I just, I just have a. I mean, it's just been so long since he's been able to go all the way to the end, and I'm. And then since the last time, Salt Lake was pretty bad, and then there right. was no summer. So it's just like a it, – look, everything was trending up, and then once we got to Salt Lake, everything trended down and then out. Yeah. So I just am kind of left with that feeling. You know what I mean? He, he yeah. might come out and just whoop Zach Osborne this year, but don't you feel like Zach's kind of on your upward feeling? Yes. And Kenny's kind of on the down? Not because not of anything he's done, just because he wasn't there and Salt Lake was off. So – like I said, Kenny could come out and win the damn thing, and Osborne could get eighth, but we just feel differently yes. because of the way they're pointing. Oh, you know what I mean? I totally, I'm just I totally agree yeah. with that. That's why Zach's kind of in my yeah. top five right now, and, and Kenny's Me too. not. Yeah. Me too. I, I have a feeling – I mean, he's another one that's just – he's going to be too gritty for 17. Yep. You know, I did. But, but then again, he might have his issues like last year and be out of this thing halfway. You know, it's, God, this thing is all over the place. Sure. Man. Like, you can't predict it, just like NFL football. I mean, Cowboys and Niners are supposed to be good this year. Look at them. <laughs> well, Embarrassment. The Niners were supposed to be. I don't know about the Cowboys. I think the best. Uh, I think the best thing that we that as media can do for Roxon is count him out. I think once you do that, then all of a sudden he's going to be like, okay, well I'll show y'all. So I think possible. that could happen too. That's almost like the best thing for him is to be counted out. It it, it is. Uh, but the problem is with this sport is we got short memory. So all he has to do is come out and have like a good couple races, and everyone's back on the Kenny train. Sure. So it, it doesn't hold. You know what I mean? Like even Webb, think about the year he won the title. Like round three when he won, we're like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> yeah. And then like three weeks later, we're like, yeah, Webb's going to win. Webb's going to win tonight. <laughs> yep, Webb's going to win. It, you know what yeah. I mean? We're, 
We have the worst memory of like any yeah, yeah. fan base of any sport. It, it it is so. What have you done for me lately? So that's what I'm saying. We're all low on Kenny. If he wins H1, dude, we're all back in. And so you're, you know you're, it. You're saying football is not that way. Kind of. Kind of, but you're, it just happens in more slow motion than the racing. The racing, <laughs> I think everything. You know what I mean? Like our our mood shifts more. Like the Cowboys have won three in a, three in a row. I should be like, yeah, but I they suck. I don't care. They won. They beat three yeah. crappy teams. One really crappy Niner team. So I don't really like. I, you know what I mean? Like it, it's going to take more than one good week for me to get back yeah. on board. Where it's Supercross, if a guy comes out and wins, you're left with the impression that he's on it and he's got it figured out. So now we're good. Like you know what I mean? We don't have to stack three or four together before we all flip and either think someone sucks right. or think someone's awesome. Last year at round one, I was like, man, Rocks and Tomax, they look like crap. They're out. And then <laughs> look what happened. Yep. So just you, we got to have longer, longer-term memory if we want to be good fans. Well, we, we're just, we've, talked we're about, fan we've talked about football and how I'm not like don't know a lot about it, but I do love the fact that Jamie finally got to go to a game, finally got to watch an actual game. It was against the Cowboys. <laughs> And his team loses. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. My expectations. Hey, hey, your Niners lost to like one of the most embarrassing teams the Cowboys have ever had, ever. And they but our team's you. the same. We're missing all our guys too, so I have no expectations. But the funny thing is, is like the only enjoyment they really got from the whole time was being able to like sit around and talk to like M- Muscle Mark and have um, free food. Other than that, the uh, whole free thing food was, was awesome. Hey, like, did you? Did that's you get, bad when your team is out there playing, and the highlight of the day is the that wasn't game. the highlight for me. The game was awesome. <laughs> it was a it was a fantastic game. It was and, a good game. And quite honestly, like, I mean, everybody can make excuses for their own team, but in the first minute, my team turned the ball over twice yeah. to them, and they got fourteen points off of it. So, like, I mean, it just went south right off the bat, <laughs> and then they came back, and it was close. And then for some reason, I didn't like the fact that we tried to kick a field goal on f- second and seven or whatever it was. I thought that was ridiculous, but whatever. It, just, it was a great game, and I left actually pretty pretty happy because I didn't expect anything out of them because my team sucks too. But that let's get back to the bet. So the bet is – Yeah, I was just saying, let's get to the bet because yeah. actually I'm holding, I'm holding something in my hand right now, and I'm going to send you a photo of it when we get off the phone here. Okay, awesome. so as much – there's really only one thing I hate more than the Cowboys – and that's country music. So the bet oh. could have either been make me go to a country music concert or the, what the bet is, is if – so if if Justin Barsha wins, Houston won, and they have to win. It's not who finishes better. If Justin wins, I have to wear Daniel's Ezekiel Elliott cowboy jersey. To where? Just mm-hmm. – Shit, to I the, guess around to the, the stadium. Pits. I yeah, don't know. to the pits. Oh, yeah, awesome. oh, God, at age two all day. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Is that the bet? Oh, well, no. If that's that the bet, 100%. if that's the bet, then you have to wear my 49er jersey at age two all day during. Can't. Yeah, can't. I can't. have contractual obligations. I can't do that. Sorry. Uh, well, then I'm not wearing it all day, but we'll figure out a time for you to take some pictures. I'm sure you'll take some sexy pictures with me and. No, I'll bring it. I'll bring it with me to Arlington, and what you're gonna do is you're gonna take Ugh. a. I'm gonna find a nice backdrop, and you're gonna wear this thing, and you're gonna take a photo uh, somewhere wherever I pick, somewhere in that stadium. Oh, that's even better. I well, like that better. When Cooper wins, you'll be wearing. I don't have any new ones, so you'll be wearing a Patrick Willis or a Jerry Rice jersey. So. What about if you mm, win? That's fine. 
that's what they, well Cooper wins, I, I win. I don't think I know, that he's uh, worried. Uh, his, he, that's, like I know he's a Cooper fan, but I don't think he's worried about Cooper winning. I think he, he's pretty much confident that Barsha is going to win, and you're wearing this jersey. Well, he's confident, but yeah, I'm I, confident I also. I feel, <laughs> I feel great about it. I, I had bigger plans for this particular little interview because I reached out to Cooper. I wanted him waiting on the line. And then to be like, hey, I've got a caller on the line that has some thoughts, but Cooper blew me off. He didn't even he didn't answer, so that didn't work out so well. Dang. Yeah, I, it actually doesn't even say delivered, so he may have blocked me for all I know. Dang. Hey, I'm gonna throw uh, I'm gonna throw in. Can I throw a little insight? Yep. I heard. Yep. I heard it today, actually. Actually, well, I heard it by someone that's going to talk about it. Um, well, I'll just spill. I don't know why I'm being an idiot. <laughs> I just had Don Maeda on Beyond the Track, and it's coming out tomorrow. Okay. Um, and he went to the Baker's factory and got to do some stuff there, yep. um, some filming and whatever. He said a certain rider there is absolutely on fire riding and blew, pretty much blew him away. He said two days back-to-back, just 100% on, spot on, ready to go. And he said it was Marv. I must say it Marv. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've actually somebody yeah. else yeah. told me or said something that they had heard somewhere that Marv was really moving. So. Yeah, I, and, well, and he said it's one of those things where you know you show up on the right day and yeah, the guy's like looking good. Well, he's like he said two days in a row it was just like the guy couldn't even make a mistake. He just said it, he's ready, and well, and I I laugh at that because don't don't you kind of feel like we're forgetting about him a little? Yeah, he's he's sort of like Kenny. He's in that outside the top five for me what have you done for me lately yeah. hey i'm glad that marvin's winning practice good for him <laughs> what's the problem with i sense some attitude what no just because i'm picking cooper cooper's gonna win oh no i heard cooper's riding good too he just yeah. he just don't come in around he's not around one guy that's all that's fine. all right <laughs> I, I said that all right well we'll see what happens come a uh, couple weeks and then and then if neither one win then it's I cannot yeah, believe yeah. how like red faced and upset you are because it looks like you're probably going to wind up wearing a cowboy. I'm I mean, not upset at all. I don't. Jersey. It must be the lighting in here because I'm, <laughs> I'm there. I'm not wearing a Cowboys jersey. It's not going to happen. The universe would not allow that. Oh my god! I hope this oh, happens. Oh god! So I don't care anything about like football, said, literally the only thing worse. The only thing worse was if I had to go to a country concert. That's the next bit. Do hey? Do we make him have to wear a cowboy hat and the jersey? No. See, that's nah, I won't take nah, that. Here's bet. what happened. Here's what happens is we do a double or nothing after I win. And if I win the second time, he's wearing the Cowboys jersey to a Luke Bryan concert. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I won't take brutal. that. Bet. Is that like a really, I mean, really yeah, country dude. thing? I you mean, know how, yeah. I'd consider you know how bad you would look there? Like, oh, With my a hair Cowboys down? jersey at a Luke Bryan concert. I'd oh, con- my. I'd consider taking that bet if I got to go with Maggie. <laughs> She'd be stoked. She'd go with you. I know. That's why I said it. Sure. I know she likes. I like. She's like. She likes country a little bit. So. Yeah. 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 She. She would be. She'd be down. She'd yeah. love it. She'd wear Cowboys jersey too. <laughs> hey, before I let you go, uh, you uh, you recently were on the Moto Limited uh, Network show with with Nick and Trent. I don't know if that's dropped yet. How'd that go? Those guys are pretty cool. Oh, it was cool. Yeah, those guys were super cool, and obviously, it's. I mean, it's a. It's. It's cool when you're on a Zoom call with some dudes in another half, the other half of the world. You know what I mean? It's like like 15 hours ahead, I, yeah. Yeah, just like the you know, I mean, the complete other side of the world. So yep. it was cool just talking to them about dirt bikes, and I'm like, yeah, we're all the same. It doesn't matter what continent we're on. We, they're all the same. They they think just like the same stuff. Like let's go supercross. You know what I mean? It's like they have the same feelings we have. And yep. 
they're on the other side of the world. It's just it was kind of cool to zoom through and just be like, man, some more fans that just love this stuff and knew their stuff. So it was it was awesome. I had a good time. Good. So before we let you go, we had a question pop up on our live chat from Kentucky Curry was asking how what's your take on Seven Deuce Deuce's new song? <laughs> I actually was just listening to it <laughs> right before you called. Oh, I was watching his video that uh, is it called in depth or depth yeah, yeah. in depth uh, i think yeah depth, yeah. depth just yeah. depth. Uh, i watched it last night during pulp let me tell you right now i love seven deuce deuce i don't really like rap like at all so yeah. i don't like his rap and it's not because of him because i don't like any i mean i don't like eminem well i like eminem that's about it <laughs> but i don't like rap so it's like fair to me to say i'm not a big fan when i heard this song i'm like here we go you know and you know another song from adam his style whatever and I'm like, whoa, what, guitar and singing? And, like, it had, like, a grungy kind of feel. So I got to be uh, I gotta be straight up. I really like it. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I listened to it probably 20 times. Listen. Uh. Dude, it's just, it's just, it's it's more in the direction of the things that I like. It, it came into my umbrella. That's okay. all I'm saying. Like, in the four, like, the other stuff I thought was more funny. And, like, I love it. Like, I'll, it makes me laugh. But I'm not really, like, into the music. Like, I would never listen to it. It's not, right, not right. style. This is, like, in my bubble so okay. I, I was i was really surprised i didn't see it coming i didn't know he was going to do that so right. uh i'm super proud of him and yeah i really like it and i i mean like you said he's now i can say more positive things because he's he's in my wheelhouse awesome <laughs> so. yeah our, our co-host here scotty who's been a part of the show for a few months now we were just talking about music a little while ago and, and you know i opened the show with uh with um still alive from your band and he's like, oh, I don't even. Yeah. He's like, I don't even know who that is. And I was like, that's Daniel, man. That's Daniel singing. And he's like, I don't even know he's saying. Yeah, I was flabbergasted. Yeah. <laughs> so, we yeah, have. we got actually. I'll, I'll tease a little more. We, me, and my brother are working on some stuff. So well, we got new music coming. Good. A collab with Deuce Deuce. <laughs> I, I, I actually thought about that. I should probably hit him up and see if he wants to do something. Yeah. Me, him, Bogle, we'll AP, Justin Hill, dude. We'll do. AP. Oh, wait. AP. On a serious note, that would be actually it's like awesome. a super group. That would be like the oh, super moto. Feld group. would use the shit out of that. I I honestly believe that that would it would be horrible and it would not be cool. It would be almost worse than Instinct, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Even though, I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense for one. Like right. the styles. And what were we going to do out there and, like, dance or something? Like, I don't know. That would be really, really bad, actually. Well, <laughs> I, uh, I look forward to anything that you and your, your, your awesome brother, Vincent, puts out. So let's get it going. Yeah, be a, little, be a little light with that word. I love Vincent, man. He, he cracks me up. So he's the best part All of right, your well. show. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good one every five or six shows. Exactly. Well, they're all exactly. good. They're just, they, they're like, they're at an eight normally, but when he's in, it's a ten. Yeah, that's usually about how it goes, and that's how the DMs feel the next uh, the next <laughs> week when I have half the people telling me I'll never listen again right, if he's right. on, and then the other person is saying, "Dude, your brother is the coolest ever. I, I want to get beer with him." That's and awesome. Like, there is no middle. There is no middle. Right. Yeah. Well, that's pretty so, typical, I think, of a lot of things. So we yeah. we actually experienced that last night with the pulp show that I have to wrap up tomorrow. It was people were either turning it off last night with drunk RV and Weimer, or it was the best show ever. So, uh, I listened today and I turned it off about halfway through yep. first commercial break. Text Steve. Uh, that's when it started, yep. but then I went a little longer than that, but I even text Steve and I'm like, dude, you're losing the guess. And he's like, Oh, just wait. That's what he said. He just said, Oh, just wait. <laughs> yeah. And, and I listened and I finally, it got to the point where 
they couldn't really understand the questions that were being asked. <laughs> and it made it a little frustrating. And I'm like, no, that's yep. not what he's asking. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. See? And then I listened to Cowboys podcast. That's where I was coming from. And, like, when I called in and RV got a little mad, and then everybody on YouTube and Discord were kind of like, why is Darkside trying to ruin the greatest show ever, our fun? And I'm like, well, I guess clearly there's two sides because he, the, some of us – couldn't stand it, or I wouldn't even. I wouldn't go that far. It was just hard to listen to, <laughs> or people loved it because it was such a mess. And that's really, the you line. know what it is. They love both sides. Yeah. Okay, it's Ryan Villapoto and Jake Weimer. It's like to get them together talking is cool, but then the diehard fans they'll they'll ride it out to the end because they're just like they're in disbelief. They're like, man, this is. These are like some of the baddest dudes ever. I worship these guys, and they're they're as sloppy as my friends. Right. Get on the exactly. Weekend. So exactly. it's almost like they're, it's like a car crash, and they're just watching, and they're like, oh, I gotta, I'm going to watch this thing to the all the way to the end. Yep. And and for me, I know them enough to where I'm like, all right, guys. like I, The first half was great. I loved it. Now I'm, i am got to try something different. Yeah, but I'm I thought with... they were hilarious. I actually I, – and the, the videos that came out today of Villapoto wrestling with Alton were really funny. Oh, I haven't even looked. Yeah, I, I saw I've that. I've been too busy good. at work. So Jake Dude, po- go on Villapoto's Instagram. Okay. He posted the videos, and it's just like <laughs> – well, it's just so weird. You just don't see. Yeah. You don't think of Alden that way, and then Ryan's just—they're like on the ground, like full wrestling <laughs> multiple times. It's pretty funny. That's awesome. All right, Daniel, I'm gonna let you go. All right, bro. Tell the family I said hi, and we'll talk to you. Well, I'll see you in two weeks, man. Yeah, I'll see you soon. See you guys. Okay, see ya. Bye. Daniel Blair, always a fun uh, guest, and pretty much always willing to jump on last minute. All right, hey, we so gotta do I'll, this Vegemite. I, was, I missed it. So what? What is? You're wearing the Cowboys. Or the jersey. What happens How if you if Barsha no. wins? I know. I have, if, if I I got confused. Cooper wins. He has to wear a 49er jersey. I thought he said. I thought he just said that he wasn't going to be able to do that on air. He was joking oh. about me wearing it all day. So oh, I was like, okay. he'll wear it somewhere, and I'll get a picture. Okay, that, okay. I'm not That's wearing where a cowboy jersey all day. Got you. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm caught back up now. We're yeah. Good. Okay. Continue with the show. Um. Okay. So we we got to do the Vegemite challenge. So I need to get some bread toasted so we got to talk about something for a moment uh while we we'll keep does recording that, does that just uh, in case okay just in case we decide to cut this out of the actual podcast i want to thank max volan dustin pipes daniel blair for coming on i want to thank our title sponsor cherubies usa as well as x brand goggles berm lords graphics and jersey id williams moto works torque one racing shock socks all sport dynamics blood lubricants fly racing power band racing and of course extreme colors helmet painting so yeah we may cut this out depending on how this thing oh. goes are we still doing a giveaway oh yeah uh youtube giveaway uh what do you want to do um we got a set of shock socks and i only have one color left so if you want a set of red shock socks on youtube i don't know say i want them first person says i want them can have them so yeah tj pay attention Boom. to youtube but I'm going to start uh, toasting some bread. I know this is not super exciting so on the podcast it, side. Does your does that is this a Darth Vader uh, toaster? Does it, is it a Darth only, Vader toaster? Does it I only... don't know. Is is the handheld thing working? Yes. Is it annoying to the people on YouTube? I'm sure it is. Does it only burn it? Does it only come out? No. Black? It actually in the back <laughs> it says light side to dark, dark side. Oh, that is dope. So you can turn it up. Yeah. Um, now this this. Darth Vader toaster has been in my shop for about a year and a half. I don't know what's inside of it with the bread. You didn't even shake it out or yes, nothing? I awesome. shook it out, Scotty. God. 
Well, you, you're the one making the disclaimer. I'm just it's commenting. It's because it's funny, Scotty. Okay. And you ruined it. Way to ruin everything. Hey, that's still, I'm not picky, but I am like, if I'm not eating something dirty. I just can't do it. You're, you're dirty. Your face is dirty. Your face. All right, Mom, so we're getting some Mom butter together. To it's probably not melted, even though TJ said it was, because butter does not melt. Nope, still pretty much solid. Well, once it's toast, once it's toasted, it'll be fine. Whatever. How is how is butter? Do you stupid? want me to butter the toast? Because margarine spreads better. I don't care what it tastes like. I think they all taste the same. I'm, yeah, I do too. TJ earlier okay. said that Miracle Whip and mayonnaise. Why'd right. you smell it? I'm not smelling because, it. Yeah, you are. No, I just want to eat it. I don't want to smell it. I just want to eat it. She said. It ah. really, you know what it smells like? It smells like it smells like a. Uh, like a vitamin. Like yeah, the, well, that's what's it say on the I, side I know there. it is a vitamin, but I mean, it yeah. smells like a bottle of vitamin. I'll eat it. Yeah, that's not going to be that bad. Probably not. I'm trying to... Yeah, I know, could Curry, I need a gimbal, but I was just using this little handheld. So does does, does Baloo saying that he doesn't want them, is that him wanting them? Is that, does he yeah, win? He, I guess he doesn't want... He said doesn't want the... He was the first one to say something, but he said, I don't want them. Yeah. Oh, well, then I guess Baloo, Baloo's won other stuff, so... Yes. And he's he's bought numerous paint jobs... From Extreme Colors. That's right. I was just blue. showing off the helmets and everything. Oh, could you see them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah my uh, my Red Fly formula is actually out in the shop because I took it to the skate park and was the only nerd on a bicycle with a full-face helmet. I'd have wore one if I was with you. Oh, well, I, I thought about getting like a skate-type helmet or a BMX helmet. Yeah. Because that's what everybody else has, and I don't want to be the goofy guy. Because you care about what people think about I do. You. But then I was like, man, if I crash and land on my face, because I was going to drop in... Did you? Or roll in for the first time ever, and I did. It took about 30 minutes sitting in front of the half pipe, and it was only the six foot. And then when you did it afterwards, you're like, oh, it was so easy. Yeah, it was super easy. I was sitting there, but there were so many people on the ramps at the same time skating mm-hmm. and doing stuff. I was like, like I need a second where you're not That on toaster the ramp. oven smells like burnt plastic. It's because there's a giant plastic oh, helmet around but it. But anyway, I sat there for a while, and then some little kids just rode up the ramp, the up to the top deck and then just like like literally never stopped up the top deck dropped into the ramp like a six-year-old and i was like god dang it that was easy so then i finally did it and i was super proud of myself um it's a lot different when you can just face concrete like that'll i'm not trying to, i'm not trying to blow my face out well, this wasn't con- this is a uh, skate light it's like a full half pipe oh. made of skate light yeah. oh like, okay it's still like it still doesn't light is, right? yeah yeah but it still doesn't feel like Dirt. I'm sure it wouldn't feel good. Yeah, but I did not crash, so I'm gonna go back probably Thursday night, and I actually I want to jump out of the half pipe onto the deck, and then I'm gonna consider trying to go above the coping and do a 180 because I can do a 180 on the ramp. Oh, I got it's, what you're saying. It's but crazy. I want to go above the coping and come back down. But you need to be able to get to where you can jump out first. Yeah, I just I want to be a little more comfortable with yeah. it. I was at uh, I was at it was probably about 10, 15, 10, 15 years ago now, but uh, I was out at Noble one time, and I don't know if y'all know. I've who never Mo- been there. Know who Morgan Wade? Was. Oh yeah, yeah Morgan, Morgan built well. this course. Okay, he's, well, we're gonna do a podcast with Morgan pretty soon. Okay, he's that's game. Yeah, he's medals. yeah he's yep. killer, and he's he's done some of like the biggest stuff that yeah. anybody's ever done on a BMX yeah, bike. Yeah, big, and air, big air, I, I saw him out riding at Noble, and like you can see people that know what they're doing on a BMX bike, Jeez, and then so and smooth. then when you see him, oh my, dude, it, yeah. it was the stuff he was doing. He was just out there farting around, and yeah. it was incredible. Fred's almost ready, guys. Yeah, yeah. We um, if you're listening later. We used to skate, like skateboard right. out there all the time. My, my oldest son skated. I gotta, yeah, I gotta I turn did. my mic away. So I can and so we were out there. Ready. Ready. It was he was, it was years ago. So he was. What do you call still, it? Still, still, still more, it. still more riding. I don't he's know got how it. much he's riding now. He's got to be, he's got to be close he rides to a lot because he's doing these parks. He's like our age, right? Yeah, right. he's got to be in his late thirties, early forties. 
I don't remember. He's definitely younger than me. Yeah, no, he, he's late 30s, early 40s. Because he was, I was I 19, I was 18, 19, and he was in his late 20s. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been coming out. He comes out here to our park. Um, Dodson, oh, pretty regular. So they, they do a lot of night rides. And, of course, when all this starts, it says, connection is unstable. Who are we connected to? Oh. Is it working? It, connect, it jumped off of my phone for some stupid reason. Well, sorry to anybody on YouTube. Just bear with us. We're about to do this crap. It just let the, let the butter sit on there for a second, then spread it. I got you. I got you, man. <laughs> that look. <laughs> I'm sure this is great radio. Oh yeah, it's great. Hey, when when life's when yeah, life gives you bread, dog, make I, toast. Like pumping through the corners and that kind of stuff, I learned from skateboarding, and it's surprising how much it tra translates onto bicycles. Hey, ask ask Ron Dog if he wants to tell his last name, because we have a group text with some Texas guys, and uh, Craig Martin, who's been yep. on here, was asking what Ron's last name was, because he was wondering if he knew him, because he he just discovered the Deaded Pipe podcast that Ron Do Ron Dog does. Oh, I got you. Well. I can't remember his last name. I apologize for that. Did you catch that, Ron Dog? I like to record like an idiot. We're doing so thick. Floyd, it looks like Ron it looks like Floyd. uh it looks like the grease that you put on your the, the tip of your air filter. Oh, it's like bearing grease. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was saying. Bearing <laughs> grease. That's what it looks like. Uh, it's max. It's maxima. <laughs> bearing grease. Yeah. Uh, we've got 16, 16. people. <laughs> you're you're a, there's 70% chance that you that you throw up. That's, that's what they said. They said get a trash can ready. You got to eat the whole piece. We got we're eating the whole the, the whole, whole thing. The whole you're you're the one making the whole bread. Yeah. Yeah, but come on, don't be a fuss. Dude, I do not want to do this. Oh, this is great. You, you, I mean, I mean, it's not I, like we're just before raw. Before long, you're gonna be putting Vegemite on your steak. It, it's not like we're just raw dogging <laughs> it and just eat. I mean, it's not like we're just raw dog and you eat it with a spoon. I mean, you did you did it what YouTube or Google says is the best way to eat the it. Moose so. said, you "Don't be a pussy. Put some more moose on it. Put moose. some more on there." He said, "Give us some more." Oh, no, that's a lot. Block moose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Already. Bon appetit, bon appetit, right. boys. I'll just dive right into. it. I'm not yeah, worried about on. it. Well, you got, want the camera on you? Yeah, the camera's on the. They follow moose. Follow everybody. Uh huh. This yeah. is like me rolling into the quarter pipe or the half pipe. I don't look at And TJ, TJ eats a Wendy's hamburger and he's grossed out. Eat that. Eat it. It's I not that good. It's not. It's not that good. Oh God. Hang on. Yeah, I don't know if I can do the whole thing. Be like my little, when I was a little kid eating green beans. They like. like they like down. this. They love it. The butter and toast makes See, it if worse. Both of you don't like it. I'm gonna Eat hate it. it. The butter and the toast I'm makes yelling. it worse. <laughs> can't do it. I can't do it. Oh God. Oh fuck. <laughs> he, he can't commit, dude. Go for it, man. We already did it. I'm already no. halfway through my hey, like, taking it. This is not like when you roll up to a big tabletop or double. Look at his eyes are watering. You can jump. You can jump a little ways. <laughs> like there's no right there, yeah. that corner, right there. Take a, just take a big bite. Get it out of the way. It's not it's not good. <laughs> He doesn't even taste it. It's so bad. Oh, God. I ate two bites. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, that's that's terrible. <laughs> oh, this is got to be I think, I think the Wilbrand grease would have tasted I don't better. I think that's real food. <laughs> Who the heck did he send us? Hey, I swallowed. Look, 
Uh, there I, was no seal. I swallowed it. I took two bites. I ate half of it. With, with berry green. Oh, God, it's bad. That is not. <laughs> it's, it's not even close to being good, though. I definitely win the challenge, though. I had. I ate two. I ate two bites. I ate almost oh half my, my toes. God, that was. If that there was, was bad. if there was money on the line, I could finish it for sure. Oh. Yeah, I'd, I'd lose. All right, Nick Moose, you guys are ridiculous. There's I'll, no way to eat that. I want to try the. Uh, I, I want to try Tim Tam. I, I heard I those are good. Tony, maybe Moose. That's how. That's Moose why they might punish, not have been the one that. That's why Tony Cutler might have sent me some. That's how they punish their kids. Yeah, I can't remember who else sent me this. I, but, the, oh. the, the, to me, the I think I would have enjoyed it better on like a. I think I would have enjoyed it now, better without the, the without the bread, what without does, the butter, without the butter. The butter was weird. From over there is Tim Tams. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I want to try a Tim Tam. Yeah, well, I'm not giving you any of those. I'm not sharing. Not even one. I don't know if I have any left. To be honest. Oh. I looked that for them. I looked for them at World Market. And they don't have them. Awful. That's pretty rough, dude. As a matter of fact, I think I got some chocolate in my pocket that I brought just in case. I d- yeah, the one day I didn't bring a water in Tony the studio. Tony says it's good with cheese as well. Man. Now, okay. Now, if you took, I can, I I, I'll lying. agree. I'll agree with him. If you, if you, it's called the crustini, where you basically take a French bread and you a crust, crust weenie, a crustini. Get your mind out of the. No, now he knows. No, you're just thinking about it. You got your mind on them, apparently. Ugh. But I might rather eat a crust weenie. It's, it's basically like a crouton. It's just a fr- piece right. of French bread toasted. If you did that with a little bit of cheese spread and that, just a little bit of it, I might. We just eat. It wasn't good. Hmm. Okay. What happened is? Did anybody want shock socks? That's even just as bad. Nobody wants the shock socks. I guess nobody. I'll take them. (laughs) I need it. I Corey Trenton says something about wanting them. Um. All right. We're um. Okay. As far as the podcast goes, if you're still listening, I don't know if that was good radio or not. Uh, You were you were tearing up before you even ate it. Tearing up right now still because it's so bad. Uh, We'll be back next week with another show. I've already got Randy. D. Francisco, which is Ryder's dad, yeah, Randy's awesome on board. So we're going to talk to Randy about speedway racing, and of course, having Ryder as a son and the whole process and how he, you know, his moto dad theories or whatever. So I don't have the other guests lined up yet, but we'll be back next week. Thanks again to our sponsors. Please go to Patreon.com and support us if you can. Uh, yeah, anything be- you guys before, before before we go can can y'all both admit that I just won that. Vegemite well, challenge. Yeah, sure. Sure. Cool. I, hey, I want. I just I want mean, my credit. You also said you like crushed weenies. No, you were thinking about crushed weenies and, and started I mean, talking about can, it. Yes, yes, you won. Okay, I'm thank you. A hundred percent. Winner, okay, Scotty. You, do I win winner. the? Do I win shock socks? This is what you win, <laughs> dude. You win yeah, the you whole bottle. Those, yeah, Nobody. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I'm glad. No, I don't want the. I don't want the Vegemite. No, that's yours. It's all yours. All right. I'll go. I'll go. Next week. Thanks again to our sponsors. Thanks to our listeners.